This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast. Scott Colbranson, Mo Moten with you. We are talking Raiders football. We appreciate you listening on the podcast. We appreciate you listening on the bet on the radio in Las Vegas. And we also appreciate our YouTube audience. So thank you for being with us. All good. And um, we talked last episode, Mo, about free agents that could still come in because the Raiders could not address all of their needs in one draft. It was impossible. You just don't have enough people to do it. And so you need to be able to supplement. So they have some time now before June 1st uh, to really look at some players here to make a deal if they have to make a deal. Hunter Renfro is the one that we've been talking about for months. Uh, But they also have the opportunity to perhaps pick up some talent that will help them in key positions. You wrote a piece up on Sportsnot about these guys. Walk us through. Let's start with the first guy that you think can come in as a free agent help this Raiders team at a point of need. So just to flesh out the combo sports, not I, I ranked the Raiders top three needs post draft linebacker guard and defensive end. And a lot of people saying defensive end. So with that said, <laughs> I'll start with the first name on my list is Dwayne Smith. And I say defensive end because we have to remember, even though the Raiders drafted Ty- Tyree Wilson first at number seven, He's not going to be available the earliest until training camp. Those were his words. He said he'll be ready at training camp. So he's going to miss rookie minicamp. He's going to miss OTAs. And as I said, that's the earliest. Who knows how, you know, how far along he'll be in his recovery once training camp rolls around. We'll see. Because I did say, you know, there were some whispers that he may need a second surgery. I'm not saying he will need a second surgery, but teams were afraid to draft him high, possibly because of that possibility that he may have to undergo another procedure but i'll say this Dwayne smoot is my first guy on the list because i think he can be a third edge rusher on that defensive line behind chandler jones and max crosby while tyree wilson recovers from his foot injury uh Dwayne smoot had at least five sacks and at least five tackles for loss in each of the last four seasons with the jacksonville jaguars not a big name but he is productive and he can stay on the field for all three downs he can he can rush the passer as i just said with the sack production and he also gets into the opponent's backfield. So I think he can immediately be that guy while your rookie heals up and recovers. The other guy on the screen, you'll see. Well, Mo, bef- bef- before, before you move on, though, I, I think your point and the point you made in the piece was he's not necessarily a starter, Smooth. He's a guy who can come in in, no. in, 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 in a rotation uh, and be a backup right. role. But you need that. That's the thing, too, is people forget about teams that win these championships, teams like Philadelphia, they they they're able to do it because they have the depth. You you yes, you need the starter, but you also need guys behind, especially on the defensive front where you need to cycle guys in and out. The main point I wanted to make too is that let's not expect Tyree Wilson to, to come firing out of the box because 
Yeah. Remember, he's not he's not going to be active until training camp earlier. So you're going to need someone to be that third edge rusher in the meantime. Mm -hmm. No doubt. All right. So now we go to your next free agent that could address a need. And that, of course, is on the offensive line. And I think it's surprising to me that Dalton Risner is still available because I thought he was a solid guard with the Denver Broncos. And the Raiders have obviously a need at guard. They didn't draft an offensive lineman <laughs> at all with their with their picks. I uh, know they they had a high grade on Antoine Harrison, but he was a tackle. So there was no talk of maybe upgrading on the interior. I know they have Dylan Parham there. He's a third rounder from last year. I know they resigned Nate Muthi. I know they um they have Alex Bars, who they also resigned, but Alex Bars gave up the second most pressures on the Raiders last year at 38. Mm -hmm. They they needed to upgrade that position. I think Dalton Risner could be that guy. Muti only has four career starts in three seasons with the Denver Broncos. The Raiders should get up, go out and get another former Denver Bronco in Dalton Risner. Because I again I believe he's an upgrade over the two guys that they have alongside Dylan Parham. He can show up that that area of the of the line. And my theory is you plug in Dalton Risner at left guard and you move Dylan Parham over to right guard. Dylan Parham had a couple of spot starts at right guard last year, played well the position. He spent his entire last year at Memphis at right guard. So this isn't a player moving to a position he's not familiar with. He's played this role before, and I think he could actually be a better right guard than a left guard. So it, it fits for me because Dalton Risner has 62 starts all at left guard. All at left, so you yeah. have Dalton Risner, you have Andre James at center, and Dylan Parham at right guard. Yeah, that would work out nicely. Now, the other issue uh, is linebacker, but we've talked about this. In fact, late breaking really? news is our producer, David Stepanian, is going to walk on and play linebacker for the Raiders because they have nobody there. So he figures, why not? Uh, but but you have a name, a one that I like, actually. It's a name people know, uh, and it might not you know bring a level of excitement where they go out and buy a jersey if this guy signed. Uh, but this would be a nice pickup. Tell them about your linebacker selection. Not a lot of talk about Quan Alexander as an option for the Reds at linebacker, and I think he needs to be talked about a lot more. He was right in my backyard playing for the Jets last year, and Jets fans, let me tell you, they love them because he stepped up, he brought some fire, he brought some energy to that linebacker core. Hasn't allowed a touchdown in two years. Now, I know he had some injury issues early in his career. He played every game last year for the Jets, started in 12 games. If you put Quan Alexander in the middle of that Raiders defense, it's automatically a better group, and I think he can give the Raiders a lot on every down, not just as a run stopper, but also in coverage. As I said, hasn't allowed a touchdown in coverage in two years. Yeah, and I, I see a lot of folks uh, talking about that linebacker position and what the Raiders need to do. And I think that you look at a name like Quan Alexander, it makes so much sense that you don't understand why it doesn't happen. Now, there's all kinds of reasons. You don't know what he's asking for. You don't know uh, what the regime thinks of him and scheme fit and all that stuff. It seems like it would be a nice fit, but it's definitely something different where I think that they have to figure out who they want to bring in, and they're going to have to go get some. I just can't imagine. I know we said the same thing about the offensive line last year. They did bring in bodies, though, and I think at linebacker, you have to. You have none. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. Shout out to the unfiltered truth. I was on with Phil Robinson and Phil Jones. And I said, there's no way the Raiders roll into week one with Robert Spillane and Divine <laughs> Diablo as 
their top two linebackers. In that same column where I made the case that the Raiders should sign Quan Alexander, I threw out some stats for Devon Diablo, Luke Masterson, and even uh, Robert Splain. All three of those guys allowed a pass rating of above 102 in coverage. Yes. For for the for the people out there who don't know about passer rating allowed in coverage, it's out of 158.3. So anything over 100 is pretty yeah. bad. And you so have the Raiders your, need a linebacker. Have, in fact, you have in your piece because somebody I saw tweeted at you this week about, "Were you down on Diablo?" Yeah, 123.6 passer rating. Whew. Like right. I, and I think I think I think a lot of fans don't see that part of it because they're not digging deep. Some of them are not right. digging deep into the numbers. You have to dig to find some of these numbers obviously yeah. but if you just look at the numbers and the film you'll see that the raiders have a gaping hole not just for a linebacker but a linebacker who can cover the middle of the field in zone coverage they don't have that right now now devon diablo has the the potential to be that but he hasn't shown it yet so why mm. not bring in a guy who's done it before and who's already proven that he can fill that role yeah, and the thought process to, well, the, the defensive front's going to be so much better. We can be worse at line. doesn't matter. Like, you still have to have the position there. We talked about Isaiah Simmons. We don't think – I don't think St. Louis – or St. Louis. I don't think Arizona – I can't believe I call them the St. Louis Cardinals. Holy moly. I was like a little kid when that happened. Um, so, so you see that. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So, so they have to look at realistic names, and you're right. I think you'll start to see it. And, again, we're going into this time frame in late May – we're going to have mini camp this weekend, obviously, with the rookies out in Henderson. Uh, and then we have OTAs uh, coming up as well. And that's kind of it. So so there's time for them to do it. They don't really need to do anything uh, before June 1. They could, uh, but certainly I think they're going to address it before they get – they got to get some bodies in before they get to camp. Uh, anybody else? Well, I know you had the three in there too, but we talked about a couple other guys on the defensive front in the middle as well, even though they drafted there. Uh, anybody else to keep an eye on that seems to be a really good fit with the Raiders? As far as a uh, system fit, yeah, former Patriots that may come along. I mentioned him in the piece, Kyle Van Noy. Not much of a cover guy at this stage in his career, but he does everything else pretty well. Uh, obviously, he he's a plug-and-play type of player. He was productive with the Chargers. Again, you probably have to take him off the field in second on third down on passing downs, which is not what you really want. But if you're talking right. about specifically. Uh, culture system fit per se i could see them bringing in calvin i know he's also a reno nevada native so there's that added <laughs> nugget to it that is true uh he went to the wrong university in nevada as well so there you go no just kidding <laughs> um so yeah so that 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 ties it up make sure you check out most piece up on sportsnot.com go visit it there as well and spread it let let give it to people Make sure you share it as much as you can. All right, we're up against our second break. When we come back, we're going to close out the show. We're going to take some of your mail, which we do on this edition of the show every week. We'll do that as well. You're listening to Mo and Scott. This is Silver and Black Today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere.